Welcome to Exodus, California. I'm your host, Joanne Kraft, and my husband, Paul, will be your co-host as we share our story about how we left California and made our home in the rolling hills of Tennessee. Exodus, California is a podcast for Californians who've had enough and are getting ready to pull the trigger and make that move out of a state they once loved. Welcome to Exodus, California, moving to Tennessee. I am your host, Joanne Kraft, and I am here with my co-host and best friend, Paul Kraft. Hey, y'all. We are going to be talking today about the one thing that I spend the most time uh, talking on the phone about, and that is our real estate company. Uh, We have clients who email us and reach out to us, listeners that we are so incredibly grateful for. Uh, But I thought, you know what, why don't we put everything in a podcast so you can understand how you can work with us, if you can work with us, and what that looks like. And we really do appreciate the people who listen, who provide us feedback, who post reviews. Without you guys, it would just be two people talking into a silver microphone with no purpose. (laughs) And some people have actually told us we should do YouTube, and I don't think that would work. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. You can't edit a video, so that is not happening. So I wanted to talk today to those listeners who email us and say, hey, we would love for you guys to sell us our home in Tennessee. Uh, One of the reasons people love to use us is because we absolutely 100% understand everything you're going through because in 2012, we did what you're thinking about doing now. And have you ever met that person who found that great diet and they lost like 30 pounds or that, you know, great multi-level marketing thing that they found and, and that's all they talk about and they're so excited to share with everybody and they can't wait and they want you to jump on board and you get in my downline and together we'll achieve great things. That's how we feel about Tennessee, but without all the MLM stuff thrown in there. We're excited about it. We think it's a great opportunity. We love to share it with people, and we're rooting for you. We want success for people. Yeah, we are rooting for you. Are, are you saying that we're the Amway of Tennessee? Well, I wouldn't say Amway because they have very powerful and rich lawyers, so I would not use the word Amway. <laughs> I would use mar- multi-level marketing that sells miscellaneous household products and goods. Okay. So what we thought we'd do is first, I'm going to share a little bit about each of us uh, that you may not know. We're going to kind of share about each other. And then then we're going to kind of go into the steps to working with our real estate company. So first, I wanted to share, you know, my husband, Paul, a lot of you, if you've been listening, you know that he is a, a licensed real estate broker in both Tennessee and California. He is uh, really good at what he does. We've been investing in real estate uh, almost 25 years now. And so we do understand everything from... It's been longer than 25 years. No, it hasn't. We're getting older. No, it hasn't. Has it? So, and now I lost my train of thought. And so this would be where we would edit it on a YouTube video. Um, so we understand real estate. We understand real estate investing. We understand renting, flipping, building. And so it has just been a, a love of ours for a long, long time. So real estate is our love language, if you will. Uh, Now that our kids are grown and gone, we are empty nesters and our business just kind of blossomed from something we did for friends and family and their friends and their family. And so we thought, you know what, let's do this for a lot of people that need the hope that we have found here in Tennessee, a place where the American dream still exists. So the other thing about Paul that you may not know is he is also a licensed attorney in both Tennessee and California. And so the reason a lot of our clients 
like to use us over other uh, real estate companies is that we, well, I should say he, understands business law. He understands landlord-tenant law. He understands wills and trusts and probates and all those things that some of you coming here with your business or, you know, with trying to tie up a lot of loose ends, he can answer those legal questions for you uh, while we're showing you real estate. You pay for the real estate broker, but you get the attorney for free. Well, let's not get crazy now. If you keep saying nice things about the profession of attorneys, you might accidentally give them a good name. I am going to say one other thing about Paul. Paul is very organized and he is very good at negotiating. He's good at what he does. And so it definitely is a benefit for our real estate clients. Now, Joanne is the face and voice of our company. She is the one that you'll have the first contact with. She's the one that will be the one that you'll be talking to on the phone emailing with initially. She is the one that puts together the podcast, the Instagram. She's the creative force behind all of this. And actually, quite frankly, she's the reason all of this exists because back when our kids did move out, she was like, what are we going to do now? And I said, I don't know. And she was like, I like real estate. How about if I do something with that? And I said, sure, go ahead. Give it your best shot. And here we are, I don't know, six, seven, eight months later and six or seven or eight podcasts later and uh, several clients later and We've just had a uh, overwhelming response to what she has put together. So she's the first person you'll talk to. Uh, she's the one with the uh, pretty voice, pretty face, and pretty disposition. All the things that I lack, which is why she is the one that you'll make the initial contact with. So we also have four kids, which Joanne spent the past 20 plus years raising. And um, she's also written two books which have been published and are available on Amazon, uh, which are The Mean Mom's Guide to Raising Great Kids and Just Too Busy. And she also does ministry work. She's spoken at women's conferences. She's spoken at pastors' conferences and leaders' conferences. So her ministry work is pretty extensive. Thank you, babe. That's very sweet. So we both take both of the things that we love very much and we bring them together and run our business that way. And so what happens is while you definitely get the legal side, the real estate uh, expertise, the side that I love to play is is helping you network with other people like you, whether you're a homeschool mom, whether uh, maybe Paul knows somebody, uh, maybe you're a plumber, maybe you're, you know, all those things. I really try and network with other people. The blessing about our business is that we do have a pretty deep reach into the community out here. A lot of people, a lot of family. We have a lot of People on the business side, whether they're bankers, mortgage lenders, we have personal relationships with all those people. And so our clients are, I'd say, very blessed to get uh, to know and kind of get here and get to know people pretty fast. Yeah, it seems to be that we're we're able to connect people uh, through the resources that we have to whatever it is that they need. Yeah. And our clients do, I would say our clients become our friends. That's for sure. They're, they're very precious people. We have some amazing people. So how do we pick our clients? Well, we don't. You really pick us. So when you email us, that's usually the first step. Email us at moving to Tennessee at gmail.com. And when you email us, you, you know, we send you a questionnaire. And then when you fill out that questionnaire, what happens from there is usually I will make a time to call you. And when we talk, then we kind of figure out how it is that we can help you. And by the questionnaire is usually how we know what you need. 
And the questionnaire is really important because it does two things. One, it prompts you, and, and if you're you're married or uh, in a relationship, it prompts you and, and your partner to talk about the things that are important to you. Because some of the times we find out that the first time that anybody's considered what kind of house they want is when they're talking to Joanne. And the, the husband and wife are on the phone kind of screaming each other about, I want a three-bedroom, I want a four-bedroom. So the question is really important to help you focus in on what it is you really want. And then it's important for Joanne because when she gets a questionnaire, it gives her an idea of what it is that you're looking for. So it makes her time on the phone with you more efficient and productive because she's not talking to you about a million-dollar home if your budget's 500000 And she's not talking to you about living in downtown Franklin with homes that are fairly close to each other if you're wanting to be on 10 acres. So it allows Joanne to be better prepared for the phone call. So it really benefits both of you to have that questionnaire done and back to Joanne. And when you reach out to us, we see if we have time on our calendar and we make that time. For those people who are flying out, you know, it may just be a coffee date and a little bit of encouragement. For some of you, you might want to go with us uh, and check out a few cities, kind of get a overview for a few hours. And for others, you've already made the move that, hey, we're coming out here, we want to buy a house, and then we take you around and we find you that house. If you're looking for an area that we don't serve, and that would be Chattanooga, uh, Knoxville, uh, Cookville, Cookville, Clarksville, we have agents that we can refer you to that are fantastic and that we trust with our clients. And so basically that's how it works. Once you get a hold of us, we call you and then we take it from there. Now, once you've had that phone call with Joanne and she's talked to you about what your goals are and what your budget is and what your parameters are, she'll then let me know that. And then I can set you up on an auto notify where every morning you'll get an email of homes that are on the market that fit whatever the parameters are that you've provided. And that way you can see what's coming up on the market. And if there's something you're interested in, if you're not here in Tennessee, Jen and I can go out and take a look at it. We can video chat you and and show you the neighborhood and the house. And then if it's something you're interested in, you can plan a trip out to actually visit the home uh, if we get it under contract. And we have put so many amazing families in homes here in Tennessee. I like to tease uh, with Paul and say, you know, I don't want any of our clients ever, I, I want to see them in public and then be happy to see us. And gratefully, all of our experiences have been really good ones. And, and that makes me really happy. Well, we just submitted an offer this morning for somebody who came out uh, about a week ago. We took him around for a couple of days and showed him these different neighborhoods. He found one house. He wanted to make an offer on it. Uh, when he finally told us, yes, let's make the offer, that home had already gone under contract. He flew back to California Another home came up. Jen and I went out and looked at it, got them on video chat, showed them the home. We submitted an offer on that one today. We're waiting to find out whether or not it got accepted, but he's never actually seen that house in person. He's seen it on video. He's trusted our judgment. So we do that all the time. But I think the thing that makes our clients feel good is when they come out here, once they've seen the cities with us, they feel confident when we say, hey, remember that place we took you to? It's over by that. Since they have kind of a visual, it makes them feel better about making an offer, I think. 
So we love what we do. We love real estate. And we honestly love encouraging people to succeed here. We really mean that. And when we say, what can we do to help? I think that's probably our police background. I know Paul and I have different ideas about how fast. I mean, for me, I am very stressed out if you're not in your home yet. Um, Paul is like, hey, it's eight o'clock at night. It's time to go to bed. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, I do get a little more emotional than you do. Don't, wouldn't you say? That's why you're kinder and nicer than I am. Yeah. you're. He's the one that will say, you know, you can't afford this. I'm not going to waste your time. Um, but he's also the one, we just had clients that moved into a new build and they're, when we did the close with them and did the walkthrough for them, they weren't able to do it. So we FaceTimed him and he was the one that noticed that their numbers were behind a, like a pillar on their porch. And so I'm grateful for your attention to detail. So that's a good thing. So all this to say, you guys, we do love what we do. We are grateful that you listen to our podcast. Ultimately, we do hope that you would choose us to help you uh, find your Tennessee home. One of the things, too, that separates us from other agents here in Middle Tennessee is that we know California. It's where we live for a long time. So one of the things that our clients appreciate is if they you know, currently live, say, for example, in the Sacramento area, we can tell them, oh, well, you know what? Hendersonville is kind of like Rockland or uh, Christiana is kind of like Amador County. And so we can give them reference points that help them better understand what particular areas are like here in Tennessee because of our California background. And the neat thing is we have had, I was talking to Paul about this today. The neat thing is we have clients in from San Diego, from Orange, Orange County, from, I mean, Huntington Beach, uh, Laguna Beach, uh, you name it, Valencia, Rockland, Danville, San Ramon, it goes all over. And we have lots of clients. And the cool thing is we have started to have a monthly uh, meetup where we host everybody, we invite them over. It's just sweet. We have some giveaway, we have a potluck, and I'll be honest, nobody wants to leave because they're so excited to meet other people. So it is it is a little extra step until you do find your community out here to at least know that you can lean on us to maybe help point the way. And if you do come out here and you just want to meet for coffee, if you're not sure you're going to move out here, you're just out touring the area and you don't want to go look at homes, we're happy to meet with you for coffee and give you some guidelines about where to go. And, and I mean, it can be exciting to meet podcasters. I mean, <laughs> I remember when... Uh, Brother. Well, I remember when I saw Karen Wood at the dentist. That Who? Must- Carrie Underwood, the country music singer. Oh, my goodness. That must have been a very exciting day for her. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she was thrilled. So just so you know, guys, we are here. We love what we do. And we're very grateful that you're uh, helping us build our business. And in the meantime, we get to be a part of the greatest job of all. And that's helping you and your family make Tennessee home. And create a better future for yourself. <laughs> And then be happy. Er. Than you were before. Now you let me do it, huh? And now for the real reason, you probably wanted to listen to this podcast. Although by the time you get to the end of this part, you may regret that. I wanted to share with you the most amazing, most incredible, fantastic, exciting story ever. Well, that's somewhat subjective. It has to do with our family and it has to do with, you know, when we moved here and we say this on our podcast, it takes you a couple years to make a new place home. I don't care where you are, wherever you are, it takes time. But we're trying to accelerate that by having monthly potlucks at our house and doing group get togethers as much as we can. Because when we moved out here, 
We had nobody. We knew nothing, had no family, no connections. I mean, the person we knew the best was the guy at the front counter at the hotel that checked us in. We knew that guy better than anybody else in Tennessee. That's true. So we're try- we do try to accelerate that time frame for you guys by having monthly potlucks and doing get-togethers. And and Paul has said his his he wants you guys to be successful. And if that means you're all multimillionaires, hey, wouldn't that be great? Rising tide lifts all boats. <laughs> so, but I wanted to share a story with you guys that might be a bit of an encouragement. And we moved here, again, didn't know anybody. And I would say to Paul from time to time, we've been here almost three years, and I loved it. I loved Tennessee. I did, and I still do. But there were moments where I thought, okay, well, it doesn't feel like home. You didn't feel like that, did you? No. In fact, when we would go to different places like Austin or Atlanta or Knoxville and and we'd ask each other, how do you feel? And, you know, John, I, you know, I like this. This place is nice. And I'd say, yeah, it, it's okay. And then we got to Nashville and same question. Asked Joanne, you know, how do you feel? She goes, this is nice. I really like this area. And I said, I feel like I'm home. Every time he would say that. And I'll be honest, it got a little irritating. Well, about three years after we'd been here, uh, Paul, you received an email from your dad. Is that what it was? Yeah, so my dad sends me this email. And the email is primarily uh, about a relative of mine that moved uh, to the Hol- Netherlands. Holland. Holland, yeah. and kind of became a big deal over there. But in this email, my dad mentions that her father was Major General Henry Ewing of the Confederate Army. So that's when I realized we're related to somebody that served in the Confederate Army, meaning that we're probably related to somebody here in the South. So at that point, I gave it over to Joanne. But one of the things you noticed that is that the house that was built in Holland that was this black and white, it looked like an antebellum. It looked like a Tennessee house. Yeah, it looked like a Tennessee house. Well, he gave it to me. And again, I am a former 911 dispatcher, so I got to work doing some detective work. And what I discovered was that we are... I think sixth or seventh generation, you are, Tennesseans, that Paul's, now check this out. This is unbelievable. Paul's greatest grandfather, Andrew Ewing, he was a Revolutionary War veteran and one of the first colonists to arrive here in Tennessee. And so he was one of like, I think one of 256 signers of what's called out here the Cumberland Compact. And that was the prelude to the state of the Tennessee Constitution. This is what I start finding out. All these things about his family. All the three brothers married three sisters. I mean, history like you would not believe. So when they came over and signed the Cumberland Compact, they built Fort Nashboro, which is on the Cumberland River here in Tennessee. So if you ever watch Tennessee Titan games, you see Nissan Stadium and you'll see a river right outside Nissan Stadium. Well, right on the other side of the river from Nissan Stadium, right on First Avenue North is Fort Nashboro. And you can go visit it and tour it. They've redone it here in the last couple of years. But that's where they settled, and that's where my great-great-great-grandfather lived for a time period. And unbeknownst to us when we moved, and we looked at every state, guys, that that would be a good fit to us. Every state, from Georgia, North Carolina, or the Carolinas, period. Everywhere, Alabama, Arkansas. We looked at everything out here. We could live anywhere in the South, and this is where we landed. And we are just a few miles away, just a few miles away from where his uncle, Andrew Ewing, who was good friends with the McGavick family, and the McGavicks, um, they're the ones that built the Carnton Plantation here in Franklin, for those of you who've already been out here. And so the history here is mind-boggling. I mean, four generations of my kids' ancestors are buried within miles of our new home here in Middle Tennessee. And I mean, it. I love the genealogy part of it. I really love looking up stuff. 
You aren't the same, though. You're not as interested. That's what I mean. It's interesting, but I'm not as fascinated by it as some well, people are. And here's the thing. Here's the cool thing. Paul, who is an attorney, his greatest grandfather was the first court clerk of the state of Tennessee. So the oldest documents written when you go there, because we've been there, are written in his grandfather's hand. We got to hold his six times great grandfather's will from 1812 in it was in plastic in our kids hands and it was just I, I'm like what one of your uncles even uh ran for or I think was on the state assembly one ran against I believe uh who's the guy that was the they were contemporaries with Andrew Jackson yeah I mean it's just well we went mind-blowing when we went to the state Tennessee library where they keep all the state archives there and we asked the librarian there we said hey we're looking for stuff on the Ewing family and they go oh yeah we know the Ewing we got a whole bunch of I mean they they're, they were prominent enough that historians and librarians know who they are. And there's still some streets out here that are named after them. So just outside of downtown Franklin, my great uncle or grandfather. Somebody, I don't know. Owned a bunch of land right off of Highway 96. So if you come out of downtown Franklin on Highway 96, the first street you come to on your right-hand side is Ewingville. And that was my, my family name, Ewing. So my great uncle or grandfather owned all the land from 96 down to the Carnton. And that's only a couple of miles from where we ended up moving. And, and I'm not trying to be irritated, but it does irritate me a little bit because, you know, my precious ancestors who came over from Croatia and Greece, my sweet great grandmother didn't, I mean, they're peasant stock. They didn't even speak. I, I can't even find her on, uh, in, on the New York passage list for uh, Ellis Island because she probably didn't even know how to spell her name. My family, gypsies, tramps, and thieves. That's my family. My family probably prosecuted your family. They probably did. And your family. Anyway, all that to say, you just don't know, guys, what God has in store. You just don't. And one of the sweetest moments for me was when we were actually at church. And this elderly gentleman asked me at church, thick country accent. And he said, he asked where we were from, where y'all from, and and. We told him, and he said, so do you love it here? And, and I said, well, he goes, do you? and he asked me again. He goes, do you love it here? I said, yes, sir, I, I do. And he said, then welcome home. And that's why every month when we have our gatherings, uh, we call them the welcome home gatherings, because we want you guys to feel like you're coming home. And so one of the interesting things about the Cumberland Compact, to go back to that very briefly, was that when it was signed, it was the governing document as to how the government was going to be run, and it laid out in there how government officials were going to be paid. And so in the document, it said that governors were going to be paid 1,000 deer skins, secretaries were going to be paid 450 otter skins, county clerks were going to be paid 500 raccoon skins, and constables were paid one mink skin for every warrant served. So I think if we went back to compensating our government leaders that way, We'd have far fewer career politicians, but they would be very, very interestingly dressed. Okay, dear, barbecue's ready.